welcome back to the When the Gramophone Rings podcast. We have been off on our summer holidays, a time of thrills, spills, and wasted dollar bills. It's good to be back. I am joined, as ever, stood opposite me, is Mr. Elliot Mitchell. How are you, my friend? So, so good. Excellent. Why so good? Just, it's Sunday, isn't it? It's Sunday. It's a Sunday night. The Can't world lies it. ahead of us. I'm also delighted to introduce our first ever guest on the show who will be joining us for the next hour and a half or so. We've referenced him a lot. It's, he's a friend of the show. The friend of the show, some might say. It's Mr. Nathan Hetherington. How are you? Hey. <laughs> you good? <laughs> good face, man. Yeah, very yeah, well. Awesome. Very well. Awesome. What have you been up to this weekend, just to set the scene? Uh, what have you um, been up to? Yeah. Well, we saw each other on Friday night, didn't we? Yeah, hang out with you on Friday night. That was yeah. a pleasure, as always. You took some f- f- pictures of me from <laughs> afar in the club. Thank God you yeah. finished that sentence like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you took some pictures of me, didn't you? From afar. <laughs> zoomed in as much as I can on the phone. Not sure why. The only two pictures I took all night <laughs> were you from, a, from, from far away. Excellent. Glad to have a f- growing fan base. You'd like be the it. worst peeping Tom ever. <laughs> Just blurry photos is all you've got for your night. But I do like the idea of you standing, because you would have had to stand still in the club and then get your phone out and zoom in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what an image. <laughs> God, I don't even see it. So quick admin question. Is this is this the first episode of series two? Yes. Or is this just, are we doing series? Is, how how do you think series. this should work? Let's go British sitcom style. Two series of six and a Christmas special. Awesome. Call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) And then call it a day because no one is watching slash listening. Yeah. Easy. Awesome. So it's been a while since we've done this. About two months? Two a bit. Three months maybe? Yeah, it's been quite a while. Just off the Glastonbury was the last one, wasn't it? So end of June. Exactly, exactly. So how's your summer been, Elliot? How has your summer been? Uh, Well... Over. I wasn't born last night. I know these hoes ain't right. But you was blowing up her phone last night. But she ain't have a ring or not her ring on last night. Ooh, nigga, that's that nerve. Why give a bitch your heart when she rather have a purse? Why give a bitch an inch when she rather have nine? You know how the game goes, she be mine by halftime. I'm the shit. Ooh, nigga, that's that nerve. You all about her and she all about hers. Burbank Jr. and this bitch, no flamingos. And I done did every day, but trust these hoes. See me fuck with When a rich nigga wants you. And your nigga can't do nothing for you Trials and tribulations of the summer of 2015 for Mr. Elliot Mitchell. That's a long story, lo- long chapter for my memoirs, isn't it? <laughs> I know. It's going yeah, to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be an awkward one, I think, to write. You're going to relive it, but hey ho, hey ho, exactly. But summer 2015, eh? A summer of festivals. What a bloody time! <laughs> what a time to be alive. Blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> What a bloody great time, maybe. Maybe sounds a bit better. Yeah, not a bloody time. But, uh, yeah. So, Green Man, first of all, is one, a festival that we were all at. Birthday Green Man? Whose birthday? Oh, yeah, shit, it was your birthday, wasn't it? For fuck's sake. You did spend a lot of it going around telling everyone it was your birthday. Yeah, I remember that. Can someone buy me a bottle of wine? It's my birthday. Pint of wine. Pint of wine. It's my birthday. Pint of wine. Yeah. Pint of wine is the next best thing when you don't have a cake to blow candles out on. That's true. 
yeah, taking a cake into a festival is probably yeah not the easiest. I mean, it could be worse. You Me and we had, we had trouble getting in as it was. It'd be hard to decipher what was cake and what was just mud everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. But yeah, thoughts on uh, thoughts on Green Man. I wet. mean, I'm still cold from it, I think. Oh, God, it was wet, wasn't it? It was wet and cold. Sleeping in a car with yeah. you guys was quite an experience. Yeah. So why don't you explain for the listeners what happened when um, we went to Green Man? Turns out Wales is rainy. It's rainy as fuck. Yeah. So we took kind of tents that weren't the best, no. most practical tents. I mean, you yours looked like you picked it up from a service station. <laughs> well, I, not, not quite a service station, but I did buy it the evening before we left. And literally walked into a tent shop, camping shop, and said, uh, what is the cheapest tent you have? And bought that, without any regard for the weather forecast. How tall are you? I'm six foot two. I reckon that tent was about... <laughs> five foot ten? Five foot two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's difficult sleeping three nights in a row in the fetal position. <laughs> well, the problem was as well, and then the only tent I could get was... At, at such short notice was a calf kitten as we say such short notice we knew for weeks that we were going yeah but i didn't have any money to spend on a tent so i got we got a calf kids i borrowed a calf kitten teepee from my parents yeah and it was is exactly as bad as it sounds it for, was for anyone that yeah nightmare. for anyone that doesn't know calf kitten it's like a kitsch english sort of middle class middle english. class brand it's something that middle class family would put up in their garden yep. and then it'd be totally fine because it'd be summer and that's all good and then the kids would play in it and then yeah. that's it it's not a sleepover outside yeah it's not right for taking to a festival if you're a bloke I think Kath no. would have been proud <laughs> yeah your efforts I want to yeah. sue the fuck out of her <laughs> lawsuit watch out Kath <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's coming at you for 20 quid <laughs> I didn't even find a tent. Okay, why would you sue her? Well, you don't want to go back to... You don't expect to go back to a tent. My head, on my birthday, to oh. find... Oh, was the, it your birthday? Oh, you, didn't, you hadn't said anything. To find out the whole tent, bar maybe a four-foot square... Just on fire. <laughs> Quite the opposite. If I'm, only. Underwater. You could live with fire. fire. <laughs> underwater. Puddles, ahoy, everything yeah. got ruined. I mean, we only just got rid of the sleeping bag that was sat in our hallway that just smelt of Ugh. arse. Rotten corpses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's never good. Like, we got back, all got back to our tents on the Saturday night and almost, like, simultaneously put our feet into our tents and you just hear, skaplush. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. This is not going to be a fun night. Absolutely disastrous. This meant we had to sleep in the hire car it, on a Sunday. It started raining, right? Uh, about one o'clock on the Saturday afternoon, didn't it? And not just raining, like that biblical rain that you think can only ever last for like half an hour at a time. 24 hours later, it was still raining like that. It was... Uh, don't just nod, you've got to say something. <laughs> it was... It was... You were getting, yeah, like, really PT, you were getting like PTSD <laughs> flashbacks there, weren't you? What flashbacks? <laughs> like pe- when someone goes to like Nam. Oh, post-traumatic. Yeah. I've never been to Nam, but uh, <laughs> I said like I wasn't saying you've been to Nam. Oh, similar, yeah, 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 similar, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, they, I mean, yeah, there were there were low points at Green Man, but sure, um, high they, points. They, 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 were, they, were good, they were good. They were good parts too, such as um, the kind of solidarity, that you get, <laughs> yeah. kind of the bonding that you have yeah, over sure. such a traumatic experience. Yeah, when you've I seen think. a grown man cry on his birthday, that's um, just a little weak. There's only so much. Yeah. Long for a little week. You do get a lot closer. Yeah, emotionally. 
We definitely got physically closer on that last night sleeping in the car. Oh, that was quite <laughs> something. Was I've literally never smelled anything like it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Snoring, like either side of me, was <laughs> quite something. Like, like, it was like well. well, the you. weirdest rap battle ever. <laughs> because, like, you'd have like five minutes and then. Just dropping some Na- sweet bars. Yeah, exactly. And then Nathan would have like five minutes. <laughs> and I just don't know how you didn't either wake yourselves up or wake each other up because you kept me awake. <laughs> like, that sound too too resentful. Oh, it was one of the worst night's sleep I've ever had. We we, we kind of go, we, we kind of synchronise our, our kind of sleeping patterns, I think, quite well. We, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, yeah, sometimes. Well, yeah, you two live together, don't you? So, uh, yeah, Nathan's experienced every kind of hot rats. We've lived together for the last... We're coming up to our housemate anniversary, actually, aren't we? We are, yeah. We're going to have a nice what, little candlelit dinner. One year. One year. You did, you lived at Hot Rats for less than a year? Yeah, we lived there for well, nine months and then initiated that break clause to get out that shit. Bailed out. Bailed. <laughs> <laughs> we, wanted, we, it was to, we left it to the point where the idea of cleaning it up and getting rid of all like the mouse droppings and stuff was so rubbish that it was like we just wanted oh. to kind of set fire to <laughs> yeah, it and then leave. We sure. didn't. We no, because that's probably against your contract. Yeah, it wouldn't have gone down well if we just left it in like a burning mess. No. But, um, yeah, I've heard they don't like that. They're not big on it. No. But no, we've lived together for a year now. Coming up to a year. That's bad. And how long have you known each other, remind me? Just so I can, you know, the listeners can get... 2012? So, three years. See, I always, for some reason, I always think you're friends from school, but you're not, are you? I didn't, I didn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't picked up on that... No, you didn't, you didn't go to that school. Was, that was a part of my life. <laughs> I either can't remember or, or just kind of... You were schooled on the street. You went to University of Life, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Hard knocks and all that. <laughs> school of hard knocks. Plenty of them. Too many of anything. So ridiculous. Anyway, Green Man. Green Man. Um, we did, yeah, there were like some really high points and that came yeah. in the, the artists. All, yeah, but it all kind of, for me, like most of it came to a head on Sunday because we saw Sunlux in the daytime oh, that were ridiculously good. Mm. Like kind of glitchy, twitchy, kind of indie rock. Like The most incredible live driver. Yeah, it, it was so good. Wasn't That is like, yeah. I think that is probably the best live drumming performance I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, because well, he did seen, so much. You have Nathan playing our band Boner Killer yet, have you? Let's be honest. No, I haven't actually. I'm looking forward to the debut Boner Killer show so I can make it down and, <laughs> you know. Well, knock your fitness. socks off. Yeah, witness the fitness. But uh, yeah, that was like. It'll make you limp. Some performed. <laughs> I might switch my microphone off now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so, so you talk for a bit now Elliot <laughs> <laughs> sorry Sunlux yeah no they were fantastic um, and then that night St Vincent headline which was phenomenal because she <laughs> <laughs> was that your what was that <laughs> I don't know what that was parts of my body are speaking I don't like it <laughs> Okay, I anyway. just thought there was a baby dinosaur in there or something. <laughs> a wish. little baby dinosaur. Um, so Vincent, her live shows are spectacular. Like she has every single aspect yeah. nailed. And it's like... Well, she finished, closed the show on the Sunday, didn't she? Yeah, following probably the best performance of the weekend, Father John Misty. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, just back on St. Vincent. Mm. <laughs> I have an amazing memory of Nathan. <laughs> just like, 
going doing around. the shuffle. Yeah, do, she has this amazing <laughs> shuffle she does. And Nathan, for the rest of the evening, pretty much decided to travel exclusively via that method of transportation. You also managed to fall asleep during St. Vincent standing up. <laughs> eh? <laughs> you did. Well, no, well, kind of on from that, I think I find her really strangely, like, impenetrable. Impenetrable? No, that's not a word. Like, just impenetrable. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> no, right, obvious. Sorry. It's obvious. And you didn't go to school. <laughs> yeah, like I find it bizarrely difficult to engage with her music. Unless you know the material already, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like whereas in complete contrast was Father John Misty, who played kind of just before her. And I think pretty much for all of us that was the highlight of the weekend. It was incredible, it, absolutely it, incredible. It was, wasn't it? Just the charisma and the well the songs really i mean they're just he played so much from his his new album that came out earlier this year and i i hadn't heard anything from him before um kind of before the show and by the final chorus of almost every song i was singing along yeah we were being obnoxiously loud weren't we yeah (laughs) i I think the fact that we listened to the album three times in a row in the car on the way home pretty much (laughs) yeah exactly yeah exactly um, it was an incredible performance, and he's he's so he's so kind of charming and witty and obnoxious. Uh, yeah, but like yeah, obnoxious yet charming. It's that kind of weird sort of you can't quite tell if he's joking sometimes, but you get the feeling that nothing he says is serious. It's like, and his lyrics as well, mm. which take a while because he's he's not such a fan of just kind of these are the lyrics for the chorus i repeat them four times in the song like every the choruses are just the way the melody changes and the lyrics uh, sorry the the chorus is the way the melody stays the same in certain parts of the song but the lyrics for almost every chorus will be different to the chorus that came before it so it's quite hard to follow sometimes and that sounds like a recipe for disaster at a festival <laughs> if you if you don't have these songs people can easily latch on to but it was the complete opposite i was hooked from kind of the first notes really it was yeah oh, I also quite like what he's, uh, what he's gone on to do since that performance <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know yeah. you guys are possibly fans of uh, Taylor Swift Roy no Adams. never no yeah I love that okay. album I love that album so okay. much we talking 1989 yeah yeah you're not such a fan you got mm. really fed up with me putting it on in the flat quite a lot didn't yeah. you yeah, yeah. You, I, got try, I thought I had you kind of on the kind edge. of Stockholm syndromed into mm. liking blank space, but yeah, not really. So yeah, I appreciate what Father John Misty did recently so with just that. Album. Explain what he did. Kind of he he did cover of a cover of a cover almost. Didn't yeah, he? I think I think he was he was pretty much just uh, taking the piss um, about the whole situation about really. Ryan Adams cover and, in 1989. Uh, decided yeah. decided to cover Ryan Adams covering. Taylor Swift's 1989 in the style of Lou Reed yeah. and the Velvet Underground. Yeah. And despite the fact that it was uh, pretty much a joke, he actually did it pretty incredibly as well. So, what, 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 <laughs> like, what oh, a guy. Yeah. Oh, baby, Ooh. yeah. Oh, Ooh. I got a blank space. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Lots of. It was very monotone, wasn't it? <laughs> but uh, What a guy, though. I guess that's what, what you get when you channel Lou Reed. So but we're going to yeah. play some Father John, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to play a song, um, well, we're going to play the opening track uh, from his new album, and we're going to play it because I have one of my fondest memories from the entire summer was, um, who were you with? Nathan, you were with, 
one other person in our crowd at Greenman, and you were just a few minutes late to... Was that when me and Tom were watching Roadhouse? Yes. Uh, that yeah, was, that yeah. was good. Shout and out to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I used to fuck boys like you in prison. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and so you were just a few minutes late, so he'd like... He was in the first chorus of this track, and I just remember hearing you two from afar behind us turning around, and there's you two like skipping over, quite literally skipping over, singing this song, and then we kind of like all linked arms in some like seven man, really smelly, dirty like football wall sort of like, <laughs> and just started swaying, and it, you know like in The Simpsons where they all gr- like link arms at the, the end whole of the song. Yeah, exactly. It was a bit like that. <laughs> But probably for the people around us, far more annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this is the the song we're going to play now. So this is the opening track of his incredible kind of recent album earlier this year. This is Father John Misty with I Love You Honeybear.
Don't give in to despair Cause I love you, honey Father John Misty. <laughs> That's the second tune we've just come out of going, Aww. Aww. What a song, though. We what love happened? you, Father John. Yeah, we do love you, Father John. That was a highlight of uh, Green Man 2015, without a shadow of a doubt. Quite a highlight of festival season, I'd say. He's arguably the best act I've seen this summer, I yeah. think. One of, definitely. That's high praise from you, because you've been to a lot of festivals. Too many, I think. Is festival season been kind on you? Yeah, I'm very glad it's over. Yeah. I mean... You don't learn, do you? Because <laughs> last year you, you burnt out harder than anyone could have burnt oh out festival season. Him this time last year. I've never I've never kind of seen a man quite so Broken? Like present but not present at the same time. Mm. Yeah. What, like, like, his, his like skin and someone gives you around. socks for Christmas is a present but not present. Uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> Well, there wouldn't be any tumbleweed moments if there's like two other mics. <laughs> well, just, you know. Just um, cut me down. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Why can't I do festivals for work, don't I? So it's a bit kind That's of true. difficult. That's true, yeah, yeah. We've got a little lunging going on at the moment, fellas. <laughs> We're all lunch. stood here just <laughs> wiggling our hips, lunging around. Gyration. I tell you what, it's the Father John Misty effect. He, loves it. he was very hippie. Very, uh, he, and he loved a good swish back of his, his long hair. Long locks. Luscious locks. Yeah, but um, yeah, what a show. What an absolutely barnstorming show barnstorming yeah i know i, I use that word sure but uh, yeah so anyway enough about that other shit happened this let's summer. talk summer 2015 and new bands that is after all what we've become relatively well known for yeah we started putting on shows in the summer which is pretty fucking bonkers. that we did yeah we we are we are uh, two shows down for sucker club our new monthly night of new music. South of the river in our nation's capital. Yep. Absolutely. It's amazing. People 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 go south of the river for it though, don't they? I mean, yeah, shut up. That's pretty great. <laughs> I know. Like to get we so our first one um was in July. Yeah, July. Um June? July. July. Uh right at the end of July and we got uh yeah, we got kind of we got offered the the date fairly last minute and we had we had like two weeks to sort it, didn't we? And we managed to get a stellar lineup. We had a lot less time than two weeks to sort it. We, we basically we had the we had the lineup confirmed three days before the show. So anyone, that's how like Glastonbury does it, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Let's exactly. Be yeah, I, I had a chat with Emily Evis, and she was like, "Just worry about it. The week of the show, and like, just send some emails out on the Monday. Check them on Tuesday. Easy. And then you have your yeah, you have your bands by Wednesday. So considering we had three three days to promote the show, I was amazed that some people came at all. Um, but then Sucker Club 002, uh, we had 150 plus through the door. 
which was amazing to see a lineup that I think I think we'll look back on and be like shit like we got some pretty damn good bands we had Kiva opening up, who was who we we premiered her video a few months ago. And she's currently working with Sivu. Exactly. Which yeah. She's very exciting. Yeah, she's writing with a ton of really good people, and um, yeah, she has such an amazing voice. Um, and she opened the show, and then we then straight into Lion Bark, who and we've championed. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah exactly. Brighton represent. Yeah, exactly. They no, need no introduction. We've written about them tons. They were incredible. And then we were, had the pleasure of Wildest headlining for us on our second ever live night. Wildest with a Y? Wildest with a Y, exactly. And they just played this lovely, dreamy sort of indie kind of indie pop um, and were phenomenal. And yeah, it was it was a killer night, actually. And killer? It was killer, Would mate. you say it was all killer, no filler? I would say it was very light on the filler. Really? To the point of there being none. So yeah, all killer, no filler applies. That's Absolutely. We and we're coming back. We're coming back on the 24th of October with, um, yeah, with an act, uh, with an act we're going to play now, I guess. Um, people that want filler, though, <laughs> just going to say, <laughs> the people out there that want filler, I've heard a little rumour that someone might be DJing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. So, that uh, ain't okay, filler, so I somehow need Sorry. to, I need, <laughs> I need to somehow get across on the poster that from eight till 10.30, which is the live music <laughs> point of the night, there is um, there is all killer, no filler. Then from 10.30 onwards, it's... A whole lot of filler. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's lots of filler, very little killer. It's going to be so much killer. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay, got any tunes in mind? Uh, I'm definitely going to play Pony by Genuine okay, at some point. That means nothing to me, but okay. Um, probably play quite a lot of Dr. Dre, I'd imagine. Oh, that's fine with me. Bit of, bit of Kanye. That's how they like it south of the river, so... Probably going to play Blue Control. Nice. At some point. With Chunder Paul? Uh, maybe Breathe or maybe Hit Em Up Style. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm, I'm definitely sure. going to play A Marie One Thing. Good. Very good song. That's a very um, good choice. I feel, I feel like people don't really need to show up there, do they? Because they could just... <laughs> Listen to what you're saying now. Build a little playlist on Spotify. <laughs> do the little crossfade bit, which would be yeah. better than your mixing. And then, <laughs> good night. Fucking pick me up more. Uh, remind me of your uh, remind us of your DJ name again. Uh, Boss Kemp on bangers. Okay. See, I I think I've got to say I think it's snappier as just Boss Kemp. Yeah. I I don't think that on bangers is quite good enough as a pun. I mean, I'm pro- my, I might resurrect the on bangers if Ross Kemp does another series of Ross Kemp on gangs. Yeah. But but his, his his show's not Ross Kemp on gangers. And I think that's like... That'd be a totally different show. <laughs> <laughs> Bit more late night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Kemp in gangers. Oh, Christ. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, on the 24th of October uh, at the Tram and Social in Tooting, uh, we are putting on another show called Soccer Club, and we have we have the amazing Screaming Peaches headlining, um, a phenomenal kind of really amazing indie pop, but like super funky um, four piece from London. They are they are going to blow the roof off of it. But we're actually going to play a song now from the guy who is opening the show and who we're delighted to have opening the show. So we wrote uh, we wrote about George Glue probably a month ago now or so. And we've actually like 
very the track rarely got a huge response, didn't like, it? Very rarely get a response to a track like that. So often, kind of when you run a blog, you just post endless stuff online, and it's sometimes difficult to gauge kind of where it's l- like where it's landing or who's kind of engaging with it. But but this this track in particular really seemed to hit a spot um, with our audience and. We just got so many messages, just got e- like kind of emails, Facebook messages, tweets about it. Um, and He really um, stuck in the mind of our listeners, didn't he, George Glue? He did, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he stuck in the mind of our listeners, George Glue. Oh, well, yeah. uh, That's two in a row. If, One I, more if, of them this if this mic stand wasn't so kind of temperamental, I would have dropped a mic at that yeah, point yeah. and then walked out. You're on a warning. That's, that's two tumbleweed moments in one show anymore and you're off it's just me and Nathan <laughs> I was just going to take a quick picture of Elliot right now <laughs> he's wearing a Jurassic Park yeah. he is it's, uh, and his microphone's drooping again now story of my life <laughs> <laughs> boner killers right. we're putting that up on Twitter right now so uh, <laughs> well, so, so, so basically you're putting up on Twitter right now so if people want to see it they can go onto your timeline and scroll back two days <laughs> 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 it's the live experience that we really bring with these podcasts. It's ridiculous. So we're going to play in George Glue anyway. Yeah, we are. Um, we're going to play a, a, an amazing, amazing uh, track f- called "From George Glue." Rather, um, yeah. And like I say, we we've kind of. It's so rare that we get the reaction like we do um, with with this guy. So. Without any further ado, I think this is George Without Glue. Without any further ado. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's pulled it back. That's brilliant. That is that is comic genius. Use that one, not the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Without any well further ado, <laughs> I, I really like that. This is how I know I'm turning into my dad. Um, Are you stealing his? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay, I no, thought you were going to. I thought you were going to chop his out. No, use no. yours. <laughs> yeah, I just edited Don't it very generously towards myself. No pun left. Yeah. No, absolutely none. That was Elliot Mitchell's pun. Um, We'll carry on. But yeah, without any further ado, this is George Glue with Bury Me. your face or anyone dear and as a wall to the end of my grace you'll be right here with me this godforsaken place Leave me with all of your sins So they don't burden you Stop keeping them in And as I fall from the sky to have me so So leave them with me And I'll 
take them home That was George Glue with Bury Me. Um, yeah. What a funny song. <laughs> what a great song to come out in a, in a comedic style, <laughs> Elliot Mitchell. It is beautiful. It is lovely, isn't it? I mean, what a voice. Like So raw. The first, I think the first minute or so of that song, he's, he's singing in that lower register. And even then it's kind of, it's obviously carries a lot of emotion. But then he starts screaming in this kind of higher octave. And yeah, it just, it just floored me when I first heard it and has gone on to floor a lot of other people it seems because yeah the words that we got about that were were great I mean we only wrote about it (laughs) we didn't even write it and people were contacting us telling us how good it was so yeah we're delighted that he's opening the next soccer club on the 24th of October but yeah Nathan that's powerful stuff it's good isn't it yeah Yeah, it's uh it's very rich it's really raw Mm. um and it sounds what I like about it, it sounds like it was recorded quite quickly, if you know what I mean. It's, it's, it's I think, quite obviously a sort of demo. But because of that, that rawness really... Just a nice few touches at the end there yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think there's like electronic drums that kind of kick in quite subtly. But yeah, just an amazing, amazing song. And that's, that's the only thing he's put online at the moment. So um, we're kind of desperate to hear more. Um, but yeah, go check him out. That was George Glue. If you want to hear more, yeah, exactly. Where, where would you go? Uh, if you want to hear more, uh, well, he's got nothing to hear. But maybe live. <laughs> maybe live. Yes. club. Or maybe see, live. Yeah. <laughs> see what you're doing hey, there. Cheers. Hey. Okay, well, should we run that one again? <laughs> Ask me the same question. I can answer better. But if you did want to hear more, <laughs> um, if you. Oh. <laughs> Was, yeah, Elliot Mitchell coughing violently out the window. Um, but yeah, if you wanted to but hear more, <laughs> sorry, sorry, you ask it again, one more time, without me cutting you off. But if you did want to hear more, <laughs> well, if you did want to hear more, but if you did want to hear more, <laughs> well, that's a that's a very pertinent question. I, I I mean, I guess you could come to the Tooting Tram and Social in London on you the twenty fourth of October, and and you know hear him play some of his musics. I I, I guess that would be. 
Get pretty much early. the only option because he's only got one song online and you've just heard it there. So if you want well, to hear we more, we assume he's got more material. We might, we, we might just be playing that a few times. Yeah, that's we true. We don't know. He might just play "Bury Me" five times and fulfil his contract of half an hour and then chip off. I hope he doesn't. That's but a power play, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, diva, D- <laughs> diva glue. Anyway, what else have we? What else have we been listening to in the summer of 2015 on our th- three-month hiatus from podcasting? Knuckle beat. <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, communions. No. <laughs> yes. There. I had to mouth the name of the you band. You just lip read what he was saying. <laughs> what? Like, he was I, looking at me. It's like when like it's when that kind of question when someone asks you, um, "So, what music do you like?" And I could never think, so I always end up saying like the first three acts that come to my head. What Metallica? That's like, <laughs> that's me. I always end up saying like acts that I don't. Really, <laughs> I'm not really that huge on. Just acts you don't like. No, it, that's only when people ask me that question. It's like I think I, they're not my favourite acts. They're just the first acts I can think of. Like, who do you like? What music are you into? It's like you just Daft Punk, Coldplay, <laughs> Eminem. And it's like I don't really like any of those that much. Daft yeah. Punk, yeah, but it's like oh, don't. Or you just go off on one of your Coldplay boys there from Elliot Mitchell. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Martin's not listening. <laughs> He's not called Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Martin. Martin. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, no, we have one discovery this summer that has been really good is Communions. Just one. <laughs> We're a new music blog and we've made just one no, good one discovery. One discovery of many that's okay. been particularly very good mm. is Communions. Um, we can't, I've kind of discovered them because they popped up on a festival lineup um, for late this year and I was looking into them. And it's just, the, they put out an EP that's incredible. They've put out two EPs so far. This is their second. It came out at the end of June. It's yeah. a self titled effort on Tough Love Records, which is like a Danish label. Yeah. Because they're from Denmark. And they basically make jangly, 80s-inspired indie pop with that real kind of Scandi twist. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... It's, it's that... It's that kind of uh, the cure sort of... Sort of like the only ones as well, in a way, that the, kind yeah, of... Yeah, like the Smiths. Very trebly, very heavily produced, but still relatively yeah. raw like just amazing it melodies would sound great and amazing in an arena. harmonies yeah um the uh, vocalist has got very kind of almost androgynous vocal range yeah. it's kind of he does sound a bit yeah i agree with that feminine but in a really good way and um really for me really really interesting guitar parts mm. i think there are there's been a, a plague of kind of really average guitar bands of uh, like for the last 10 years or so but their their guitar lines are so interesting, and they don't you don't actually kind of necessarily pick up on that at first. And I've listened to that EP every once you, once you is told a smash. them it, it is, but like you kind of you get deeper and deeper into it, and you hit, you're hearing it for maybe like the tenth or eleventh time, and you're you're listening to some of these parts that are going on in the background, and you're just kind of like, wow, that's a, that's a really interesting way to play that instrument. But it's definitely worth checking out. They're playing in London in November. Um, that's their next gig. Oh, nice. 4th of November. And um, at the Community Festival. Yeah? Oh, awesome. And then they're playing the Courtyard Theatre. Do you know who they're playing with? Um, band called Fuse. Cool. Who are, I think, equally kind of Danish indie pop again, I think. Or it might be in... Equally Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Just might Danish be, in equal measure. They might bit be, as Danish. <laughs> <laughs> they might be from a different part of Scandinavia, actually. That might be a very, very broad generalisation. Yeah. But equally amazing and yeah it's gonna be a really great show i think but um we're gonna play communions now um, yeah I'm, I'm trying to i'm genuinely just trying to figure out what song to play because yeah they've got their the new communions ep is five tracks and each one is i said the yeah. first one's probably the best introduction to them 
Forget it's a dream. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to play that one? No, I, I, I just... I, I genuinely... Like, this isn't... Um, whoop. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Technical difficulty. I, I genuinely don't know which one to, to play, actually. Like, I'm such a fan of track two, wherever... But that's been on our that's been on our summer playlist. Uh, Out of my world is the track we wrote about. So mm. yeah, why don't we why don't we play something that kind of hasn't featured so heavily? Um, yeah. So this is Communions with the amazing "Forget It's a Dream" from their recently released Communions EP.
No. <laughs> Again? Yeah, I think I don't. I think that's just how we're going to end every single. <laughs> <laughs> that was Communions with the amazing Forget It's a Dream. I really like that. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's, yeah, re- it, really good vocal. Yeah, really, really interesting sound that um, I think melds a lot of things that have come before it together um, to offer something really kind of new. And yeah, like you say, it's that vocal. Um, mm. If a kind of bog standard kind of, yeah, yeah, sort of heard it a million times before vocal kicked in then you'd you'd you wouldn't give it as much of a chance but that is a it's well it's the opening track from an ep that goes and explores lots of other things as well and it gets a bit it kind of gets a bit more punky but and also a bit more poppy um they explore more areas in like five tracks than some bands manage to do in like full debut albums Ooh, bitchy no, no, good. That's <laughs> no. a compliment. Obviously. No, it is. It's uh, not to anyone else. Other yeah, yeah, bitchy well, to other some bands. Of, other bands, like, but yeah, genuinely, they are pushing the boundaries with it. Yeah, and it's just a phenomenally piece. Yeah, isn't it? can't recommend people check out. Enough. There's no kind of other way to say it. But yeah, go check out Communions. Um, hopeful, hopeful players and headliners of a soccer club in months to come. I don't know. We can only dream. At, uh, we can only. Yeah. I'm not even going to plan it. <laughs> not even going to plan it. Come on. We can only forget it's a dream. <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> that's your, that's your that third sh- strike. We that shit no, we're not. That's your third strike. Get out. <laughs> you laugh, but get out. Seriously. <laughs> no, I just chat that, that 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 is the song title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done, Elliot. So, so <laughs> at the pun out of ten. I mean, it works. It, it does work, but well, yeah, you used a word that he'd said and then <laughs> said the rest of the song title and that word again. Um, so I mean, puns work best when when people. Break them down, I yeah, think. But four, four out of ten. Four that out of ten. I mean, you set a worse. standard for yourself, and that was <laughs> did not meet it. Sorry, Elliot. Thanks for constructive well, criticism. Well done, it. Keep trying, though. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah, maybe on the like next it. one. Maybe on the next one. Exactly. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, into the either the outro or the intro to the next track. I think is genuinely your last chance. Well, so the outro we just got. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's true. So it's got to be the intro. Anyway, we'll make it, we'll make it work. Yeah. So let's. Um, you know, we we like to keep our finger on top of current affairs. Um, we like to take a sideways glance at what's going on in the... Uh, stop pacing up and down. It's really <laughs> putting me off. You are pacing up and down, Nathan, like you are trying to solve a crime. I haven't had much exercise to pace. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your exercise. That was burning well, it is about a well. million degrees in this room, so you're, yeah, fair dues. But uh, yeah. Walking keeps me cool. <laughs> <laughs> Exercise cools me down. <laughs> anyway, so what's been what's been going on in the in the music world since we left our listeners about three months ago? Um, probably Britain's biggest alternative radio station, XFM, has died. That's true. Yeah, and in its place is Lads FM. Yeah. Sorry, Radio X. So yeah, XFM, which was a a much loved station actually, and a real champion of new music. Well, they within certain time slots. They gave like they loads of DJs their first. Shut up. They gave loads of important DJs their first. Fuck off. Their first chance. So people like they. <laughs> so people like Ricky Gervais they could give first you, radio show on there. They could give you a chance on the radio, can they, for listening to this? <laughs> what, um, why am I being such a dick? To, to yeah, you're you? you're the, uh, you're a guest. Yeah, sorry. Elliot's a permanent member of the team. I don't know my place. Don't get ideas do I? above your station, sorry. man. It's my name above them doors. Just cut it. Just cut it. <laughs> 
couple of bits of me being a Remember we brought you out to these giddy heights? I mean, we're just upstairs in the house in Tooting. But <laughs> anyway, um, no, they gave people like Ricky Gervais, his first radio show. Adam and Joe started off there. Hey. Zane Lowe started there. Russell Brand started there. Yeah. Scroobius Pip has like real recently started there. Yep. And now it's... Well, it's, yeah, lads, 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 points, points, points. About a month ago now, it, um, it announced that Ray, uh, XFM rather is no more, and that it's being replaced by Radio X. Um, and they be- they released a very bizarre kind of PR statement around the time, saying that they are uh, they are targeting their audience men age at 26. 25 to 45 year old males which just seems like a really bizarre ridiculous I mean, we, we unnecessary the, move like the most kind of the demographic that's always left out is white men who are between <laughs> the age of 25 and 45 i know it's like, always overlooked aren't they? And those I guys mean, just don't have enough choices in life like mm. really like some guy i'm really glad radio x actually given that that kind of demographic a step up because they've been oft overlooked in yeah, in entertainment, in education, just in everything really. So I'm glad someone's fighting the corner of of the white twenty five to fifty five year old male. And that person is the king of the lads, Chris Moyles. Yes, yeah, they've got Chris Moyles back as Yay! well. <laughs> Woo! The return that um, no one wanted. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Chris Moyles is kind of by the by. Some people like him, some people don't. Yeah, some like his views are a li- little seem to be a little bit misogynistic and a bit archaic in in some senses but what i found really bizarre is i and and so f- incredibly frustrating is that it doesn't radio doesn't seem like a format that needs to be kind of commoditized in the sense that this is for lads and this is for girls like no music like music. why why would you need to do that with a radio station like f- fair enough maybe a certain show will be more kind of Inclined uh, you know them. like the bbc they have they have things like women's hour and stuff like and that's obviously a piece of programming that is kind of perhaps going to appeal more to a female demographic yeah, i mean like the shipping forecast on radio fours for the lads isn't it? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> for the lads at the 5am yeah it's uh but to do that for an entire radio station i don't i just don't understand I tell it, the whole I premise is probably moderate to poor wouldn't you so well, what's quite interesting as well is oh sorry gareth no, no, that was. I can hear what you said, so I asked you to repeat it. That's But what's quite interesting is in that original awful press release, it said um, it was about the shipping forecast. That was. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Was it the moderate, band. Did you say moderate to poor? Because that's like a, a, a shipping joke. <laughs> that's the kind of thing they say on. Have you never listened to it? <laughs> I <laughs> thought you were one of the lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You oh, you ain't listened to the shipping forecast, boy. <laughs> always miss it but, uh, yeah anyway your your words of wisdom but there, on that press release they said the kind of they gave a glimpse into the type of music they were playing aimed mm. at these these middle-aged men and it said like bands like catfish and the bottle men the 1975 um i think a sabian were on there and like then you have all the indie shite like for yeah, tellies yeah, yeah. and stuff like that but interestingly someone mentioned on twitter i think it was laura snapes said on twitter that Bands like the 1975 and Catfish and the Bottle Men would be nowhere near as big without teenage girls. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> it's not the and, white and that's not middle-aged uh, men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I, it was just it struck me as a really, really ridiculous move. And the, the thing I find a, a kind of sad about it all is if Radio X had just launched and 
and had uh, had kind of no previous or anything like this and had made this move, you, it's kind of like, oh, okay, that's so it was a very bizarre statement still, don't get me wrong. But the fact it's replacing XFM and then takes this move is, is just, yeah, it seems to be kind of needlessly... It should be the other way around almost. Needlessly cutting out half their audience or so. And like, if you're a fashion designer, for example, fair play if one of the earliest conversations you need to have is, right, are we designing for men or are we designing for women? Because that's going to have a massive say in in what you do. But I don't get that with a radio station. I don't understand why that why that clarification had to be made. It's it's like it really kind of confused me and kind of made me a bit sad that that's what XFM, a station that I used to really really like has kind of turned into. And then they had this they had this show where they kind of realized that they were getting such bad PR from this from this initial statement. And they kind of tried to backtrack and it and it's it sounded exactly like the kind of the Chris Moores we had in 2005, 2006, who just seemed a bit out of touch. And so they, you know, they, they made this video that was like, we just want to set the record straight. We love women with your high heels and your oh. makeup. And we love gays. We find Alan Carr hilarious. And it's just like, Oh, like that's made it work. Like it's like the it's the, it's the equivalent of saying I'm not racist, but yeah, I mean it's it's just it's just ridiculous. Like who approved? Like you just think who approved that? Like just lads, isn't it? <laughs> and that's, it's like, just lads having the fun. The Radio X board, I think, is just, just a bunch of lads that are Go to spoons. like all fifty plus and out of touch. It was probably decided at Curry Club at Spoons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Three ninety nine for a curry and a pint. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it's kind of, it's, I mean, a lot of people have taken to social media and probably written and tweeted far more kind of eloquent stuff than we just have now about it. But, but yeah, they, they we shout just, the tellies when they talk about it. I don't it. think they did, Elliot. So, um, so yeah. Insight. Exactly. So I, yeah, I, I found it an, in, a bizarre and very strange and frustrating kind of move and a mass, it, it seemed like a massive step backwards for one of the kind of UK's kind of most loved radio stations really which is exactly why this podcast is now aimed at women aged 25 to 45 exactly well let's go let's go higher let's go 60 yeah 25 to 60 ladies this is for you and on that note a little bit of Lionel Richie no I'm joking <laughs> I would fucking love listening to Lionel Richie <laughs> yeah. right now you saw him at Glastonbury didn't you I did we which were, we discussed on the last podcast I was such a husk of a man this is the yeah. first podcast in a while that I haven't been a complete kind of a complete husk. mess yeah a complete Despite dust. appearances. When was the last time you washed that Jurassic Park <laughs> t-shirt? <laughs> All right, this is just getting personal <laughs> now, and I like it. <laughs> Answer the question, Elliot. <laughs> uh, this week? It's a legit question. Isn't that dirty? Oh. Yeah, don't worry. Sorry, what was that? Don't, don't, worry. Worry. don't worry. Don't worry. I realised the state of myself and then backtracked. <laughs> nice. For all the listeners could be knowing, I could be wearing a, like a three-piece suit. Not the picture that was on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah. tweeted it. Now. I just put that up. Yeah. It's it's, re- it's rolling in retweets right now. <laughs> it's live tweeting, live tweeting a yep. delayed podcast. I'll yep. go up three days later. That's the way to go. What yeah. are we playing next? Right, we are playing a massive, massive pop song from again a band we've kind of discovered 
I think pretty much since we've since we've not been on air for the last few months. One uh, day you don't need your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're we came on, across. We came across this that. great little four-piece band. I heard they were a five-piece, but one of them left. Uh, but yeah, they write lovely pop songs, play at arenas, and uh, mm. get all the ladies screaming. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to play. We're going to play a wonderful, wonderful song uh, from a band that we've kind of got to know over the summer called Transviolet, um, who are clearly kind of one of those bands that um, they kind of have come out and appeared kind of fully formed. You imagine there's been a lot of time spent kind of completely out the limelight, making sure that once that first single releases, everything else is in place. Well, they were a band before, and then... Which I can't remember the name of, and then really? they, yeah, oh. and then they um, a couple of years ago, and then they got rid of all that material and rebranded. Oh, really? As Transvolet, which makes so much sense because, like that, you said, it's so fully would, formed. Yeah, that story would be so good if you could remember that band name. I can find it in the break, actually. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Yeah, um, and so they've just dropped their debut EP, which is uh, which is four tracks, and uh, yeah, they they kind of uh, they've pretty much blown us away with every release so far. Um, and each each of the four tracks brings something different to the table, but it's all very much within that sort of huge, uh, huge pop songs that are unashamedly written for thousands of people kind of screaming along. Yet they have this kind of dark edge and this dark undertone and um, that, that kind of... It, it's not as cliched as perhaps some of those kind of it, what I've just said sounds as in that the songs are huge but they're not kind of what's the, what, they're not what wishy-washy yeah well, yeah exactly um, yeah they're kind of they're clever at the same time is what I mean they're not just kind of um, wow I'm really struggling with my words here but uh, yeah uh, Transpilot Transpilot wrote <laughs> really fucking good pop songs here's Woo! one of them No fear, we're living in the middle 
Transviolet. Yeah, go for it. You, no, you do it. You do it. You got a song name because I can't remember it. Sorry? You go with the song name because I cannot remember it. So that was Transviolet with New Bohemia. New Bohemia. There we go, yeah. But big, we just said about song. their marketing campaign, which has been very well done, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Like, yeah, they well sent done. out cassette tapes. They did. And you got one? I did, yeah, with just press play written on it. Um, and you did? I haven't yet because I don't have a cassette player. So Well, that failed. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the thing is, you do wonder, like, who does? Really, genuinely. Like, you I do don't own car, a you know? Voxel Astra. <laughs> you have a cassette player in your car, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So we can all sit in this car afterwards and listen. I d- it's still at work. We didn't think this through. But uh, I didn't know. Yeah, can we just talk for a second about the car you've turned up in tonight? <laughs> okay. Nathan will be tweeting a picture of said car around Al. Because. Will. We will on yeah, Because I have. <laughs> okay. When Elliot Mitchell usually arrives, it's with. Not quite as much fanfare. It's usually um, <laughs> just on a tube with a hangover. Yeah, exactly. That's all I um, whereas now you are arriving like a bit of a baller. It's like we've come to prom. Yeah, exactly. So you arrived in a drop top MG vintage sports car. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Were you not expecting that? <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't know you owned that. Oh, well, you do now. <laughs> yeah, I do Sometimes now. we find it very difficult to pay rent, but for some reason, Nathan owns a vintage 1950s. Sports MG car. sports car. Okay. I have no explanation for that. Really. <laughs> yeah. Let's face so it. It's, it's, it's genuinely it's a, yours. It's a little like, bit ridiculous, yeah. I'm I not love really it. sure. When, did you, when did you buy that? Oh, I've had a couple of years. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like It's good. It's good for going around London. It's um it's nimble, it's small and <laughs> Yeah. Um oh, yeah, because it's mean, so old, got do you few, have to got a few remarks on the way here, don't we? Yeah, people find it just acceptable to talk to you if you're wearing if you're driving in a ridiculous car top down. Wearing a ridiculous drop top. Because um like we were casually just we were in the car eating some McDonald's on the way down and then some guy Baller. just said some guy <laughs> just said pop pop around and said you right, guys you what, wouldn't just say that what, at the, the lights or yeah. nice but just the guy walking and it's like well what do you expect I'm not going to talk to you you mug yeah, I'm in an MG sports car mate you wanted I'm one of your mozzarella you. dippers I think that's what it was yeah just wanted me to feed him a chip <laughs> as we were on Amber <laughs> Amber so, Chips new band name Oh, we, we, we were just working through, you know, some of our bits for the podcast, and it, it felt a little bit like uh, two comedians in a car getting coffee. <laughs> on the Joe Seinfeld one. <laughs> Taking in the city lights. Yeah. What, so, what were you? Uh, yeah. What were you talking through? What bits? Uh, please tell me the bits you discussed aren't haven't made it yet. I wish like potential puns. I think. Okay. So what, te- road tested your... some. <laughs> yeah. Road test. Oh! Oh! Yeah, Quite literally. Guess who's back? <laughs> Have I recovered now? I, you're still on ice. Not thin ice, but you're still on ice. Real, really thick ice. <laughs> <laughs> thick ice that will never, ever break. That's good. That's handy. You literally just doffed your cap. <laughs> it's not even my to hat. A, to a make whenever pretend record, audience. Whenever we record a podcast, there's always a hat knocking about. There is, isn't I it? like it. Mm. I mean, because I don't usually suit hats. I mean, you've got taken a picture of me wearing said hat. Yeah, so that'll be going up now. Uh, yeah, g- <laughs> give me five seconds and uh, I'm going to push the button on this on this picture, guys. So. <laughs> it's a goodie. What's your Instagram, Nathan? Uh, what well, mine is... Oh, um, this is going to take fucking ages to explain. <laughs> spell, out, spell out your Instagram name. Uh, it's, uh, it's N-T-H-N-H-T-H-R-N-G-T-N. Uh, <laughs> One more time. N T H N H. T H R N G T N. Okay. Um, 
we'll retweet it from at gramophone yeah exactly rings. yeah we'll, we'll get on a repost um just follow us at gramophone rings that's g r a m o p h o n e Anyway, Can we um, talk about the fact I've seen One Direction this week yet? Yes, okay, yes, we're a pop blog. Let's talk about One Direction. Nathan is so fed up about hearing about and One you, Direction. You, it's you, great. So we had a bit of a falling out during the week about it, actually. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. We did. Uh, we, um, I kind of, I don't know, I think I woke up on the wrong side of bed. Um, also, I woke you up. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 that was it. Yeah. I got back from One Direction and... Um, I've lost my keys this week, so I needed lost him your to, keys. Needed him to. I found them now, though. But I needed Nathan to let maybe, me in. Maybe you should have asked Harry if uh, he took them after when he left. Yeah, I think he. I think he threw them along with his underwear on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! My keys are in there. <laughs> but we, um, yeah, I got back, and yeah, you. I had to wake you up to for you to let me in, and then I got in, and I was really drunk, but really excited about mm-hmm. seeing One Direction, and I kind of, I was like, oh, come into the kitchen, come into the kitchen. And all I wanted to do was explain everything that happened at the One Direction concert. And you walked off halfway through a sentence. Like, like I'm not doing this. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> to be clear, I'd heard that sentence about seven or eight times already because you just repeated it until I was as interested in it as you were. <laughs> we, we, have, uh, we have some footage from the gig that I think it's only right that the listeners actually hear now. Um, so, I mean, I was going to ask if you had a good time, but oh, I think this video my life. really needs no explanation and that it, it, this is your answer. So, yeah, um, this, is, this is Elliot Mitchell, uh, Feet One Direction, uh, singing uh, Steal My Girl. We hear that again, uh, please. Yeah, okay. One more time. Gonna, One more gonna, time for the listeners. I'm going to take that off Bluetooth. I regret um, nothing. So we can play it straight into the mic. Is that going to work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. It will work better. I regret absolutely nothing. You should. Why no, should I'm, I? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It was great. Time of my bloody life. Right. Whoops. Right. Let's get this working now. Wow. I mean, still my girl's such a banger, though, isn't it? Did you apply to Phil Zane's position? I was shouting a lot. The thing is, right, what made this gig so special? You're, you're going to hate this. Um, Go on, what was the thing? Is. Special. Was the thing? This gig was special, the gig was Nathan. very special. Right, so. Um, Ten points worth of special. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, our friend Amy sorted out the tickets. Friend um, of the show. Friend of the show, Amy Lewis Mattock, sorted the tickets through work. Like, last week on the day at like 3 p.m and i've been hassling her like the whole week too i was like you just saw us out for one direction you just get us into one direction she kept trying she kept trying eventually she um sorted it out and i was very excited so yeah we kind of went to the gig we had a few drinks beforehand went to the gig expecting you i i was with that i was with you when you had those drinks it was two for one pints night it was indeed. It was crazy. It was, was crazy days. Five Guys night or not? No, that was a different night. That was Black Honey night, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. But um, so we went to a gig and we managed to get there just before they came on. 
So it was, a, it was quite a lot of drinking beforehand, as yep. you would for a One Direction concert. And we kind of got there expecting the seats to be kind of normal seats at the O2, all like right in the gods, you know, yep. Yep. not that great. But it turns out we got put in seats that if we were to buy them would have cost £1,500 per person. That's, that's the best way to experience which a is One silly. gig. Yeah. So, and we were literally like the second row in right next to the runway, which meant we were I was about 10 foot from Styles, which wow. was bonkers. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't know I was going to a One Direction concert that morning. And <laughs> recently, Nathan had bought up all his old t-shirts and when he was a metalhead <laughs> as requested i was like nathan when you when you're home i was like can you please bring them back up so you bought out, like metallica tees what name some other bands i'm, I'm, you I'm, back? I'm still a metalhead <laughs> um, <laughs> but don't talk about that in the past tense yeah name, I'm still a, a metalhead. name yeah. some other band tees that you bought up with you uh what do we have we had uh corrosion of conformity bones brigade <laughs> um uh you can cut out the pauses what, do we have? <laughs> what else we had loads of loads of metal tees, maiden basically. And no. Priest? No. But basically... There was Coheed and Cambria? No. Uh, there was one tea that Sepultura. I Sepultura? No. Corn? No. Slipknot? Are we going... No. Am, I, am I too modern? Or yeah, too modern. Too okay. modern. Cannibal um, Corpse? Um, I didn't have... Uh, no, Necrophagist was the one. No, that's, that's the one. <laughs> what? Um, ne- necrophagist. The necrophages. Snap wound. It's great. It's good tea. Good tea. <laughs> Strong tea. But, um, <laughs> great tea. There was one tea Armless that I took tea. a particular like to, which was um, a Slayer t-shirt. And it's quite obviously a Slayer t-shirt. It's, it's basically got a huge Slayer logo right on the front. And well, right that will make it back. obvious it's a Slayer t-shirt. Yeah, it's not, not the most subtle t-shirt in the world. And um, I wore that to work that day kind of not knowing that I'd be going to One Direction yeah. course that night. Because you have one of those cool jobs you can wear one. You like to work. All right. I'm just Oh, saying. yeah, I can, yeah. <laughs> so I wore, I, wore, I wore that to work and to the concert. And then the thing is, when you're that close to the stage and in a big arena... The only kind of areas the band can actually see from the stage are these kind of few rows of people. Yeah. And that's and why you're paying lots of money, I presume. Yeah. And the only people that play that much money for the seats are the super fans. Yeah. Which means that basically everyone around me was just teenage girls and their mums. So everyone was under five foot nine and nice. I'm six foot and stop pacing. <laughs> Everyone's under five foot nine. You're just gonna hear it in the back of the mix. Just this time I wasn't pacing. This was me walking out again. Because <laughs> I see. Of what yeah, it was yeah. I was come six, back. Come I'm back. six foot, and um, wearing a Slayer t-shirt. Wearing a Slayer t-shirt, which basically meant that throughout the show, the band would be looking out over the crowd, and they'd be like pointing out people going, "Oh, hi, how's it going?" and stuff. Yeah. And then there'd be multiple moments when they'd look out over the crowd, and then see me like towering above everyone else <laughs> in a Slayer t-shirt and because I was quite beard up by then I was no kind of, never I was shaking my pint around do I like play the video a, again like an Oasis concert so I was going like way God Styles God no <laughs> like, holding it I'm going Wah! and like doing that thing where you you make kind of eye contact with someone and then do a fake like cheers go yeah, like, yeah yeah like yeah I do that and I was doing that and they looked so confused I'm not surprised and there was many long prolonged periods of direct eye contact between you me and them I've heard you and Louis in particular we had, had a, a moment real me moment and Mr. Louis well, Tomlinson I think a moment is a few seconds like 15 was, seconds yeah. of eye fuckery is not a moment that's a he was undressing me with his eyes and I don't know how I felt afterwards yeah but it was um <laughs> well you did get naked. So, <laughs> like, yeah, you, the Slayer t-shirt came off. That's for damn sure. But yeah, it was a pretty bonkers concert. I mean, you were very unimpressed with the fact I went. But still, but what, what a fucking band. I was going to say, in all seriousness, 
I had a like, great time. They good. The thing is, I love them or hate them, and you, it's easy to look down on One Direction and be like, oh, they're just uh, the shit pop band. But well, well, we felt that that wrath when we listed "Steal My Girl" as our thirteenth favorite song of last year. Yeah, um, one place higher than Warm on Drugs. Yeah, it's higher than we Warm absolutely Drugs. adore. It was higher than like but, Future Islands and but stuff. But "Steal My Girl" is just an incredibly good pop song. So, yeah, we felt that wrath firsthand, but. Um, it's very easy to hate on them, and but the fact of the matter is, they are the biggest pop band in the world. So obviously their stage show is pretty spectacular. Yeah, and to be honest, they have fuck loads of hits. Yeah, they do like loads of bangers. Yeah, and it's just I was very shouty, and it was great as you heard from the <laughs> from footage, that video. Yeah, the from the found from footage. The frottage. Yeah, but unbelievable. Yeah, and how do you feel about this, Nathan? Well, <laughs> <laughs> to put you on the spot in a horrendous um, way that I shouldn't do to a guest of the show. I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate on the band, as you say. Uh, I don't really mind. It's fine. But uh, no, I was, I was merely, I don't know, curious as to why you liked it quite so much. Wow. Um, but you know, why, that's up to you. Got very into the moment, I think. Four yeah, 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 yeah. The pints. <laughs> did you say? <laughs> I didn't. Anyway, uh, yeah. So. I mean, I, I, we can't play a 1D song. <laughs> we've, uh, yeah, we mm, no, nah, I don't think so. No, nah, let's but, play uh, something else we've discovered. What else? Um, no, let's play actually a big comeback track of the year. Um, yeah. The Neighbourhood. Nice. A Good band who have returned with their set long-awaited second album following 2013's I Love You. Um, it's called Wiped Out. It's yep. going to be out in October 30th. Sweet. Over here. Um, they've put out two tracks from it so far. Um, R.O.P. to my youth and The Beach. They have indeed. And we're going to be playing... I think we'll play The Beach. Yeah. Um, R.O.P. to my youth was, yeah, an amazing comeback song, um, which they which they put out first, um, with also an incredible video. Um, yeah, directed by Hype Williams, who's yeah. done, like, Kanye's videos and Jay-Z's videos. And yeah, and I, I, I think, like, kind of, um, visually, they're one of the one of the best bands well they've maintained the monochrome yeah and, and that's the thing that you had kind of this um on their debut album runs you had two bands really doing that whole monochrome thing kind of and pushing it far further and obviously kind of um taking it a lot more seriously than than others have that have done that in the past and that was the 1975 and the neighborhood both of which we absolutely adore and around the same time the 1975 started teasing their second album, their upcoming album, and kind of went full colour, as yeah, it were. Yeah, they're injecting colour And as well, aren't they? have kind of completely dropped that monochrome aesthetic. Um, and the neighbourhood have, have stuck with it. And they've taken it further, if anything. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, they've taken black and white further, which I don't quite know how, but... They've made it, the contrast <laughs> yeah. a lot more starker. It's... They've done that with their live show anyway. Like their live show is done in such a way that it feels like you're watching it in black and white. Mm. It's very cleverly crafted. Yeah, and they're over here again soon. Actually, they're, yeah, playing, they're playing, a playing an intimate show at Heaven in London. Yeah, absolutely. In November. Yeah, which we're very excited for. Yeah, that's going to be a damn good show. And we should have some stuff coming. But up they they played a chat fast. show in America, and I I can't remember which one because there are so damn many. But part of them playing was they insisted that it's broadcast in black and white. Oh, that was Letterman. Yeah, which yeah. I which I think is pretty damn cool. But uh, yeah, so they came back with R.I.P. to My Youth, which was just uh, such a damn good comeback song. And then they followed it up with this uh, track called The Beach, which kind of goes in a slightly different direction. 
but is is again it's just it's it's you know it's so great to see a band progressing and and trying new things whilst remaining kind of true to themselves and kind of delivering something that old fans alike will really kind of latch onto and love as well and the write-up of that is on the site right now true that so yeah go to uh, when the gramophone rings.com and uh, yeah you can listen to that but yeah this is the beach by our very very favorite band the neighborhood
<laughs> really? Is it getting old? Yeah. That's the last one now, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I suppose. That was the neighbourhood with... I went to put down my drink and then it kind of toppled a little bit and then I realised it was probably going to spill so then I picked it back up. Well, it just looked like you wanted to put down your drink and then halfway through you just went, nah, I want another sip. No harm, um, no foul. Yeah, amazing. That was... That was the neighbourhood with the beach off yeah. their forthcoming second album, Wiped Out, Absolutely. which we're very excited about. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I've listened to it. It's damn good. All right. Well, I have. But yeah, it's... Um, we haven't all listened to it. Yeah, it's uh, it's very it's very melodic, I think, compared to their, f- compared to their debut. Um, I think a lot more personal for them. And I thought that was uh, actually a real... Um, a real kind of moment or a real kind of step up for them even on just R.I.P. to my youth it seems like Jesse started writing from a lot more kind of a, from a personal approach like you kind of you f- I felt certainly after listening to R.I.P. to my youth you kind of I felt like I got to know him a lot more than I did even across the whole of the first album which seemed quite um, quite considered and kind of quite obviously seemed to be quite aware of how much of themselves they put across and mm. into that album and how much was kind of fact how much was fiction and stuff but yeah they seem to be coming from a lot more personal place this time around i was reading a really fascinating interview with them actually or with jesse um the other day was that on tomorrow yes yeah. and the one where he, um, great such a good interview he and said about our really uh, really good really good website actually really really good website. Website. Yeah. and magazine yeah our pals that run it and um he was saying that R.O.P. to my youth was originally written like he was thinking about writing it because he had like girlfriend issues or broke up with a girl or something yeah. like that and then realised that he w- wanted to harness the f- emotions in a different way and write a song that wasn't about a girl at all yeah. deliberately not about a girl so he kind of wrote about his youth yeah. instead yeah I mean such a such an impressive comeback so far and um, yeah the album the album's a real treat actually it is uh, it is a really really cool piece of work um, so yeah Can't well done more. well done Jesse and the neighbourhood so as we round off this kind of summer special we should probably talk about last festival of the year which is yeah. best of all which only one person in this room actually went to it, it was me <laughs> it was you <laughs> yeah. it was our guest of the show Nathan hey. but you almost I mean what was quite funny about it was you weren't going to go and then it was the day of and about 4pm, you messaged me just saying, all day you messaged me going, oh, I'm not going to go to Bestival. I'm not going to do it. I can't afford it. I'm not going to do it. Um, well, we invited you on the podcast. Like, we were going to get back into the podcasting thing, uh, like, a lot earlier than we have. And I remember that week I was texting you saying, do you want to be on the podcast? And on the Thursday, you texted back and was like, yeah, I might be going to Bestival, but it's, it's not likely. So I'm going to say 90% I'll be around on Sunday. Oh dear! I wish I wish I could pull up the conversation that we had on on, on oh, text, where I kind of where I eventually said it looks like I'm going to festival, um, and yeah, your response was just brilliant. It was just like a long barrage of Christ Jesus, what? <laughs> a lot of blasphemy, but you end up going. You went like with it was, you it was, went, you, you're the only person who's ever gone to a festival and made money. <laughs> like not that a trader make, that makes me sound awful you didn't I, I, you I doubt that's true yeah the drug dealers without being a drug dealer or a trader of some sort you or yeah, a band or a band. yeah yeah alright am I right yeah <laughs> 
but no, you, you went it, it back, worked, broke, it and worked, came worked back, out, and yeah. came. Yeah, well, it worked out very well. Um, I, 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 part of that was because I managed to sustain myself on cheese strings and biscuits alone for an entire week. Well, that was the point when you messaged me and were like, I haven't eaten very much. And I was like, right, okay. And you're like, I'm about to eat an ice cream. And then you were like, and then literally 30 seconds later, it's like, I should a whole Mr. Whippy in two bites <laughs> <laughs> with cone baller <laughs> brain freeze it's the way to do it yeah yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it, it was a good weekend it was a very good weekend actually I, um, yeah I went, uh, went a couple of years ago um, so I haven't been for a little while um, and it, 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 it was a lot of fun actually the, the weekend prior was end of the road which also felt like a very final end of the summer end of the road festival, which was absolutely fantastic a yeah. really really good weekend I've heard amazing like, just faultless really I like think it was it was it was a, it was brilliant every, every aspect of it. Yeah, I think there aren't many. This sounds really kind of wanky, but there, there aren't actually that many festivals that are on my list to go to that mm. I haven't now gone to. And but end of the road is one of them. Like I haven't been, and it's it's kind of I have to go next yeah. year. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I mean, it's not it's not too dissimilar to Green Man with yeah. the, in the lineup. Yeah, that's the, so I've heard. Yeah, and the, and the, the you yeah, know the kind of the atmosphere off, there, yeah, but yeah. it's 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 a little bit smaller. Um, and it's just very easy. It's very convenient. It's a, mm. it's a beautiful setting. Really good sound. Great bands. The bands love being there as well, which, yeah, is, yeah. which was nice. Um, but yeah, to go from that and then do best of all, um, very last minute. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah. Last hour. Yeah, but it, it, no, it was a great way to round off the end, the end of the, the end of the season actually. Mm. By what a summer it's been. Guys. Guys. Yeah, God, mm. think back when we're like eighty and recording these podcasts in our old people's home. We'll still think back to the summer of 2015. And we recorded a podcast that never aired because it was a bit rubbish. Yeah. In a, Barcelona. In a bar- penthouse suite in Barcelona. Yeah. In which literally people were just walking into the lounge and just being like, all right, guys. And we're like, chorizo um, for most of it. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, yeah. brie was no cheese And, and lemon sort. beer. Lemon. Damn lemon. Damn, Damn lemon. lemon. Damn yeah, lemon. Yeah, yeah that, uh, it's a shame that, uh, I mean, bits of it will be able to see the light of day. But bits of it were gold. But a lot of it was tripe. Yeah, it was really, really bad. Um... So yeah, we kind of that it, that kicked off our summer in May. Um, well, Great Escape kicked off. No, Live at Leeds kicked off our summer. Really, our summer of festivals. Yeah, that's true. First week of May, and then it's been a. a and then Great Escape, Barcelona, Reading, Green Man, End of the Road, Festival, Festival, Field, Field Day. I did Kendall Calling. Kendall Calling. Fields. It's um, been God. Shield. Like Roland Keating says, a long old slog. <laughs> yeah. Life is a roller coaster. You just got to ride it, and that's what we're ending on. T- no. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome our <laughs> second guest of the evening, Ronan Keating. Everybody, <sighs> I'd love Ronan oh, to come yeah, on right now. That'd be great. It would be, wouldn't it? But, but unfortunately not, because he's dead. <laughs> is he not? If he dies before this podcast <laughs> yeah. airs, you're going to feel so shit. Yeah, Ronan Keating, please don't die before Tuesday evening. <laughs> Please. So what are we gonna what are we gonna end? Right, we are gonna play uh we're gonna close the show on a band we kind of referenced earlier. And we are so, so happy to have this band headlining our next soccer club show. Very on um, brand. Yeah, very on brand, exactly, but you know, whatever. Uh so this is Screaming Peaches, um, with a song called Sad Kid. Uh and like I say, we're with so thrilled that they're gonna be playing for us. Um on the 24th of October a free show down at the Tooting Tram and Social um, so if you're in London and want to see there'll be another podcast before it there will yeah there will be yeah yeah, yeah we do them we've got like a month we've got like a month yeah <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not putting on my stuff saying I'm getting ready to go I'm just a bit cold now 
<laughs> it's like he's literally packing his bag. Or what? Put my jumper on. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, um, I want to do. The, I want to do the last link. Say my goodbyes as I'm walking out your front yeah, door. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, Screaming Peach is just this uh, amazing kind of London-based uh, kind of indie pop, joyous, funky sort of real strutting, um, amazing bass lines just feel good music really um and they've they've released a song um kind of prior to this as well uh, or since this rather um so this isn't the most recent thing they've released but it's certainly kind of what uh what put them on our radar uh so this is an amazing amazing song um dance around your room like a lunatic uh to sad kid and there's nothing else to say really apart from goodbye and thank you so much to nathan thank for, you nathan yeah for Cheers, being the guys. first WTGR podcast guest one of many hopefully it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pleasure to be a friend of the show uh, it's been a pleasure coming here today <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've said anything of any, of any use or interest to anyone no, no. Um, well, you think, think we have time. but I've had, I've had a nice time <laughs> well, that's all that matters to us yeah that's all that matters so thanks guys yeah thanks. so um, I've been Elliot Mitchell and I've been, been Andrew Evans and yeah you can you can catch us on Twitter at Gramophone Rings uh, on Facebook at When the Gramophone Rings Instagram at Gramophone Rings um, and what was your Instagram again, A-N-T-G-H. Okay. But yeah, um, a massive thanks chumps. for listening. Um, sorry if we've been a bit rusty. We haven't done this in three months. But this is Sad Kid by Screaming Peaches. No. Yeah.